0: This passage lists the genealogy of Adam's descendants, including the sons of Japheth, Ham, and Shem. It also includes the kings who reigned in Edom before the Israelite kings. This passage lists the sons of Israel and their descendants, including the sons of Judah and their offspring. It also mentions the wives and concubines of some of these men and the children they bore. The families of Kiriathiarim and the scribes at Jabez are also mentioned. David had many sons, including Amnon, Daniel, Absalom, and Adonijah in Hebron, where he ruled seven years. Moving to Jerusalem, he ruled 33 more years and fathered four sons with Bathsheba, plus nine others, including Solomon. Solomon's lineage continued with Amon, Josiah, Johanan, Jeconiah, and his sons, including Zerubbabel, who fathered Hananiah, Shechaniah, and Sheltiel. This lineage persisted through Eliani and his seven sons. This passage lists the descendants of Judah, including the clans of the Zorathites and the sons of Hur. It also mentions Jabez, who prayed for blessings and received them from God. The sons of Caleb and Simeon are also listed, along with their cities and villages. Some of the descendants of Simeon went to Mount Seir and defeated the Amalekites, taking their land. This passage lists the descendants of Reuben, the firstborn of Israel, who lost his birthright due to his misconduct. The sons of Reuben and their families settled in various lands and engaged in battles, including a successful one against the Hagarites. However, they later turned away from God and were eventually taken captive by the Assyrians. The total number of valiant men from Reuben, Gad, and half-tribe of Manasseh was 44,760. This passage lists the descendants of Levi, including Gershom, Kohath, and Merari and their respective sons. It also mentions the Levites who were appointed to serve in the tabernacle and the sons of Aaron who offered sacrifices. The Levites were given cities and their surrounding areas as their inheritance, with different tribes providing different cities. The Merarites received Ramono and Tabor from the tribe of Zebulun and Bezer, Jazza, Kedemoth, and Mephath from the tribe of Reuben, among others. The Kohathites were given cities from the half-tribe of Manasseh, while the Gershomites received cities from the tribes of Issachar, Asher, Naphtali, and Manasseh in Bashan. The Gadites gave Ramoth in Gilead, Mahanaim, Hesebon, and Jazer to the Levites. This passage lists the descendants of Issachar, Benjamin, Manasseh, Ephraim, and Asher. They were all strong and mighty men, with many of them being registered for war. The people of Joseph lived in various towns and cities, and the children of Asher were also listed. In total, there were 26,000 men registered for war among the descendants of Asher. Benjamin had five sons Bela, Ashbel, Ahara, Noha, and Rapha, and multiple grandsons, including Adar, Gera, Abihud, Abishua, Naaman, Ahia. Uza, Hushim, Bajobab, Zibiah, Mesha, Malcolm, Jews, Sakiya, Mirma, Abitub, Elpal, Eber, Shemer, Berea, Shema, Ahio, Shashak, Jeremoth, Zebrath, Zebadiah, Eder, Michael, Ishba, Joha, Meshulam, Heziki, Heber, Jishmerai, Jekim, Jekim, Zikri, Zebdi, Elianai, Zilathai, Eliel, Adiah, Bariah, Shimroth, Ishpan, Hanan, Hananiah, Elam, Antothayef, Dea, Penuel, Shamsherai, Sharia, Jarishia, Elijah, Abdon, Kishbal, Nadab, Israel's genealogical records are in the book of the kings of Israel and Judah, moved to Babylon as punishment. First inhabitants were the Israelites, priests, Levites, and Nethanim. Jerusalem held people from the tribes of Judah, Benjamin, Ephraim, and Manasseh, with their tribal leaders, priests, Levites, and gatekeepers listed. Duties of gatekeepers included guarding thresholds and overseeing God's house gates. Levites were bakers, leaf preparers, singers, and lived in Jerusalem and Gibeon. Saul and Jonathan's descendants, including Azel's six sons, are listed. The Philistines fought against Israel and defeated them, killing Saul and his sons. Saul, distressed by the archers, asked his armor-bearer to kill him, but when he refused, Saul took his own life. The Philistines took Saul's head and armor and sent them to their idols. They put Saul's armor in their temple and his head in the temple of Dagon. The valiant men of Jabesh Gilead heard what happened and retrieved the bodies of Saul and his sons, burying them under an oak tree. Saul died because of his transgressions against the Lord and for seeking counsel from a familiar spirit instead of God. The kingdom was then turned over to David, son of Jesse. All of Israel gathered to David in Hebron, declaring their loyalty. They acknowledged that David had led them in the past and that God had chosen him to be their prince. David made a covenant with the elders of Israel and was anointed as king. He then captured the fortress of Zion and established his rule in Jerusalem. David's mighty men, including Jashobim and Eleazar, fought bravely and achieved great victories. Abishai and Benaiah were also renowned warriors. David honored them and appointed them to his council. There were many other mighty men who served David faithfully, these included Asahel, Elhanan, and Uriah. They were all esteemed for their valor and loyalty. Mighty warriors from Saul's tribe, led by Ahiezer, Joash, and more, joined David in hiding from Saul and Ziklag. Gadites and men from Benjamin and Judah also came to his aid, becoming leaders in his army. Manasseh men, including Adna and Jozebad, were mixed in their support. All totaled, Tens of thousands from various tribes aligned with David. They ranged from 200 from Issachar to 120,000 Reubenites and Gadites. United in crowning David king, they celebrated in Israel for three days, supported by their brethren. David consulted his leaders and proposed bringing back the Ark of God. The people agreed, and David gathered all of Israel to retrieve the Ark. They placed the Ark on a new cart and began their journey playing music and celebrating. However, when Uzzah touched the ark, God became angry and struck him down. David was upset and decided not to bring the ark to the city of David, but instead left it with Obed-Edom. The ark remained there for three months and brought blessings to Obed-Edom and his household. Hiram, the king of Tyre, sent envoys to David with cedar logs, stonemasons, and carpenters to build a palace for him. David realized that the Lord had confirmed him as king over Israel because his kingdom was flourishing. David had more wives and children in Jerusalem, including Shamas, Shobab, Nathan, Solomon, Ibar, Elishua, Elpelet, Noga, Nephig, Japhia, Elishma, Beliada, and Eliphelet. When the Philistines heard that David was anointed king, they sought him out, but David defeated them. David sought guidance from God and was instructed to attack the Philistines, and he was victorious. The Philistines made another attack, but David sought God's guidance again and was instructed to circle around them and attack. David followed God's command and defeated the Philistines. David's fame spread to all lands and he became feared by all nations. David prepared houses in the city of David and a place for the Ark of God. He gathered the Levites to carry the Ark and minister to the Lord. David assembled all Israel to bring the ark to its prepared place. The Levites, including the sons of Aaron, carried the ark with poles, as commanded by Moses. David appointed singers and musicians to accompany the ark. The Levites consecrated themselves and sacrificed animals. David, wearing a linen robe and an ephod, led the procession with shouting and music. Michal, Saul's daughter, saw David dancing and despised him. The Ark was moved to David's tent, followed by offerings and blessings. Everyone got food, and Levites were engaged for service. David commanded Asaph and his brothers to praise and seek the Lord while reminding people of his benevolence. All were told to glorify the Lord for his eternal mercy. A plea was made for Israel's protection and deliverance. Asaph's ministry by the Ark was continual. Others served different roles. Periodic sacrifices were made and praises given with instruments. Lastly, everyone went home and David blessed his family. David expressed his desire to build a house for God, but Nathan the prophet told him that God did not want him to build it. Instead, God promised to establish a lasting kingdom for David's descendants. David was grateful and praised God for his faithfulness and blessings. David defeated the Philistines, Moab, Hadarezer, and Arameans, subduing their lands and collecting tributes. The Lord aided David throughout. He acquired gold shields and brass from victories and received peace overtures from King Thau of Hemath. He dedicated silver and gold from other nations to Jehovah. Abasai killed 18,000 Edomites, making Edom do David's bidding. David ruled Israel fairly. Joab led the army, Josaphat, Zadok, Abimelech, Shavsha, Beniah. And David's sons were key officials. After Nahash of Ammon died, his son Hanan took over. David tried to show kindness to Hanan, due to Nahash's previous kindness. When David's emissaries were mistreated, David told them to stay in Jericho. Distressed Ammonites hired external forces. David sent his army under Joab, who defeated the Ammonites and the Syrians. The Syrians then sought help, and David defeated them as well killing their captain, Shawpach. Hadarezer's men made peace with David and the Syrians ceased their assistance to the Ammonites. After a year, Joab led the army and attacked the children of Ammon, besieging Rabbah. David stayed in Jerusalem. Joab defeated Rabbah and David took the crown of Malcolm, which was made of a talent of gold and precious stones. David also brought back a lot of spoils from the city, he treated the people of Rabbah and other cities of the children of Ammon harshly. After that, there was a war with the Philistines at Gezer, where Sibachai killed Sipai, a giant. Then there was another war with the Philistines, and Elhanan killed Lami, the brother of Goliath. There was also a war at Gath, where a giant with twenty-four fingers and toes defied Israel, but Jonathan, David's brother, killed him. These giants in Gath were defeated by David and his servants. An adversary convinces David to count the people of Israel. Despite Joab's objections, David proceeds with the counting. The number of men capable of fighting is given, but the tribes of Levi and Benjamin are not included. God becomes displeased and punishes Israel with a pestilence. David confesses his sin and pleads for mercy. God offers David three choices for punishment and David chooses the pestilence. 70,000 men die, but God stops the destruction. David sees an angel with a drawn sword over Jerusalem and repents. The angel instructs David to build an altar and David purchases the land from Ornan. David offers sacrifices and God answers with fire from heaven. The angel sheathes his sword. The tabernacle and altar are in Gibeon, so David is unable to seek God there due to fear. David declared that he would build a house for Jehovah God and commanded the gathering of foreigners in Israel to help with the construction. He prepared abundant iron, brass, and cedar wood for the project. However, God told David that he couldn't build the house due to his history of shedding blood, but his son Solomon would. David encouraged Solomon to build the house and assured him of God's presence and blessings. David provided vast resources, including gold, silver, bronze, iron, timber, and skilled workers, He urged Solomon to seek the Lord and begin building the sanctuary to house the Ark of the Covenant. David appointed his son Solomon as king and organized all princes, priests, and 38,000 Levites into specific roles. Some were responsible for overseeing religious work, others were officers and judges, porters, or musicians. They were further divided according to the sons of Levi. David said the Levites no longer needed to carry the tabernacle and its vessels, but were to take care of religious duties, including cleansing holy things and preparing offerings. They also needed to offer thanks and praise each morning and maintain the religious schedule. Aaron's sons, Nadab, Abihu, Eleazar and Ithamar were grouped. Nadab and Abihu died childless and Eleazar and Ithamar became priests. David placed Zadok and Ahimelech in charge of Eleazar and Ithamar's sons. Eleazar's sons outnumbered Ithamar's in leadership, being divided into 16 families, compared to Ithamar's eight. All were chosen through lottery to lead in the sanctuary. Levite scribe Shemaiah recorded these in front of the king and leaders, with Eleazar's house superseding Ithamar's. The lotting also established service order. God commanded these appointments and assigned other Levites roles too. Sons of Amram, Shubael, and Rehabiah, the Isarites, Jariah, Uziel, and Merari all had specific roles, each family had a leader. The Levites cast lots with Aaron's sons before David, Zadok, Ahimelech, and the heads of the priestly and Levitical families. David will appoint the chiefs of the army, along with the sons of Asaph, Heman, Jeduthun, to prophesy and play musical instruments. The sons of Asaph under the leadership of Asaph, prophesied according to the king's order. The sons of Jeduthun, led by their father Jeduthun, prophesied with a harp to give thanks and praise the Lord. The sons of Heman, led by Heman the seer, were skilled in music and served in the house of the Lord. Asaph, Jeduthun, and Heman were under the king's authority. The total number of skilled singers and musicians was 288. They cast lots to determine their duties regardless of age or position. Asaph received the first lot, followed by Gedaliah, Zachar, Ezri, Nethaniah, Bukkiah, Jisarela, Jeshia, Madaniah, Shimei, Azareel, Hasabiah, Shubael, Mattathiah, Jeremoth, Hananiah, Bakasha, Hanani, Malothi, Eliatha, Hothir, Gedalti, Mahazioth, and Ramamti Ezer. Porter divisions included Meshalimiah of Korhite's descent, with seven sons, and Obed-Edom also with seven sons, both able in service. Shemaiah's valiant sons ruled their father's house. Merari descendant Hosah had four sons. The doorkeepers' positions were determined by casting lots, assigning them to different gates and storehouse. The doorkeepers were either Korahites or Merari descendants. Ahijah managed the divine treasures, Jehili the Jehovah's, Shebul the general treasures and Shalomith the dedicated treasures, which were sanctified by Samuel, Saul, Abner, and Joab. Chenaniah supervised Israel's business. Hashabiah overlooked the lands beyond Jordan, and Jerijah led the Hebronites. In David's 40th reign year, he appointed valorous Hebronites as rulers for religious matters and king's affairs over several tribes. This summarizes the list of Israelite leaders who served the king in military duty, each leading a division of 24,000 men on a monthly rotation. Jashobim, Dodai, Benaya, Asahel, Shamhuth, Erhelez, Sibekai, Maharezer, Benaiah, and Heldai. Tribal leaders included Eliezer, Shephatiah, Hashabiah, and Zadok. David excluded those younger than 20 from the count as per his divine promise. Joab's unfinished count of the soldiers incurred God's wrath. Other leaders oversaw resources like vineyards, livestock, and the king's treasuries. Key characters in the king's life were his uncle Jonathan as a counselor, Ahithophel serving a similar role, Hushai as his confidant, Jehoiada, Abiathar, and Joab as the army captain. Jehiel was charged with the king's sons. David gathered all the leaders of Israel, including tribal princes, captains, stewards, officers, and mighty men in Jerusalem. He explained that he had wanted to build a house for the Ark of the Covenant, but God chose Solomon instead. David instructed Solomon to follow God's commandments and build the sanctuary. David gave Solomon the plans for the temple and its furnishings, including gold and silver for various instruments and vessels. He encouraged Solomon to be strong and courageous, assuring him that God would be with him. The priests, Levites, princes, and people were ready to support Solomon in carrying out his commands. King David told the assembly that his young son, Solomon, would build God's palace. He'd prepared precious materials and personal treasure for it, asking who would contribute. Leaders offered willingly and the people rejoiced. David attributed all greatness and power to God, acknowledging that they were returning what they'd received from him. They prayed for Solomon's devotion and success in palace building, then celebrated with sacrifices and feasting. Solomon was anointed king, receiving the allegiance of powerful men and Israel. After David's 40-year reign, He died in prosperity, succeeded by Solomon. All of David's acts and rule are chronicled in the histories of Samuel, Nathan, and Gad.